Welcome to the Brent Gold Podcast with co-host Eric Lawholm. We are building 1 million agents in 100 countries in 10 years. Now, here's your host, Brent Gold. And hello, welcome back to the big show. I'm Brent Gove, and I got my co-host today, Mr. Eric Lawholm. Eric, good to have you here. Hey, Brent, I'm excited to be here, and I know we got another great podcast. Today, we're talking about momentum. So get us started off with some ideas about momentum. Man, that's, this is one of my favorite topics because everything in life is easier if you have momentum. So today I want to talk about what do I mean by that and how do you get momentum? How do you seize it for yourself? And, um, you know, there's a slow and painful way to do real estate or anything in life. You know, uh, we always joke about the lifespan of a real estate agent. You know, it's like, I'm excited, I'm depressed. I'm excited, I'm depressed. I'm excited, I'm depressed. <laughs> that is not momentum. When you have momentum, you're just like, I'm excited. And then like next week, it's going even better. I'm even more excited. Next week, it's going even better. Now, it doesn't mean bad stuff doesn't happen. Can you get sucked into a lawsuit because a buyer's mad at the seller? They call an attorney. Attorney goes, we're suing everybody. Yes. Was it your fault? No. But but you could still be excited even when you're in a lawsuit or you get an offender bender. My wife drove my car and she never drives it and she wrecked it and I couldn't drive it again for four months. So it's not that bad stuff doesn't happen. It's, it's how you, how you manage your emotions. And, and so part of creating momentum is doing what needs to be done when it needs to be done, whether you feel like it or not. So um, if you're selling solar or doing mortgage loans or real estate, and you specifically want to do jumbo loans as a loan officer or do investment real estate as a, as a you know, do Airbnbs, buy them, sell them, manage them, or maybe you want to do luxury real estate, you got to identify your target market. Like who is it that buys multi-million dollar homes? And then what's my plan to connect with these people, um, both you know, physically, maybe calling them, etc., doing events where you can be around them um, in high-end events or or um, marketing to them and then executing on that. And so, you know, for me, I would I would definitely prospect people and burn up the phones every morning back before I get to have my done by one where I play every morning and then I work one to six in the afternoon, Monday through Thursday. But I, I would actually do the prospecting. And the more people you call, the more success you're going to have. If you call three people, all three say, say yes, what's the most success you could have? Three. But what if you call 30 and only 10 say yes? I'd call 30. I'd reach out to 30. I'd text them, hey, Eric, you got a second? It's urgent. People can't resist that one, you know? Hey, Brent, it's super important, time sensitive. Boom. I go, yeah, what's up? You know, and then I'll be like, oh, man, I'll call you. Then I call them and I'm like, I found your house. It's, it's, you want it under seven at 650. I would have listed this at seven all day, every day. It went to the computer 30 minutes ago. Really? Tell me about it. Can you email it to me? No, it went in the computer 30 minutes ago. There's no pictures. It's so new. There's no pictures to so be like, oh no, I can't believe they don't have pictures. I love it when they don't have pictures because it begs the, it backs up my point. It's so new. There's no pictures. And I don't like to email people anyway, because they, they judge a book by its cover. They look at the pictures and they rule it out. I want to run out and show them that house. Every time I show them a home, I'm their agent. It cements that, that relationship between me. I'm their guy. 
And so I don't mind showing them a home they're not going to buy. Now, we only look at homes for a week or two, and I put up an escrow. I mean, so how do you create momentum? You will it to happen, and you do the daily work that needs to be done. Now, for me, I did most of my prospecting, I'll be honest, on Saturdays and Sundays. I did open houses from 10 in the morning till 6 at night. And then on Sunday, because of church, I didn't start till 11. I would go till 6 or 7 at night. And I worked like a dog for about three months. And then I had so many clients that I couldn't do Saturday open houses anymore. This is how you create momentum. And I had like 60 to 80 buyers. And you guys are thinking, right? oh, my gosh, how do you work with them? You don't. What it is, is you find the five or 10 desperate, motivated, nice ones that say, Eric, I'm so sorry. I got to buy a home this weekend. I hate to put you under that kind of a pressure, but I need to buy a $900,000 home this weekend. I can't keep flying out here from Atlanta. I can't keep flying out here from Chicago. I can't keep flying down from Seattle. We need to pick out a home. We need to get situated. Can you please find us a home this weekend? Does that sound good to anyone? A highly motivated client. And so I would take those people, they, you know, the cream rises to the top and I would show property at 9 a.m., 11 a.m., 1 p.m., 3 p.m., 5 p.m., 7 p.m., sometimes 9 p.m., sometimes 11. You're like, well, how do you show people 11? The lockboxes don't open. I would, if they were vacant, I would get the key out right before dark and come back at 11 and show the house. I get there 15 minutes early at 1045. I turn on the driveway lights, the house light, it's vacant. I'd light it up like, Camelot, baby. And it'd be <laughs> glowing on a hill and they come rolling up at 11. I've done one. I did it. Kona Drive in Orangeville, 1 a.m. They're like, 1 a.m.? Like she worked all day. She'd get home at six. He'd leave for work at four and work till midnight. He was the captain of American Airlines baggage claim. He didn't get home till like 1230. I go, good. They go, the problem is we could never see the home together. I said, good. I'll meet you at one. Well, no, I'm working tomorrow. I go, no, 1 a.m., Tonight, he gets off to like, yo, yo, yo. Yes. I mean, it's like a $10,000 commission. I can, I could shake free at 10 a.m. for a $10,000 commission. And this is back in the day. It would be a $20,000 commission now. Heck yeah. Like, you'll stay up that late. I'm not going to, it's Saturday night. I'm going to go to the movies. I'll go to a 10 o'clock movie and get out at midnight. I'll, I'll head over that way. I'll have it all lit up and ready to go. They came at 1 a.m. Do you show property at 1 a.m.? Do you want it bad? Like, well, that's kind of excessive. Oh, what do you do? Go home. Are you, I'm asleep. Good. You enjoy your sleep. And I got to put my family in a home, put my kids in private schools and solve my financial problems because I went to sleep at three. What do you mean three? I showed the home at one. They're like, we love it, right? The offer at 1.30 on the counter in the house back when you actually had to fill out a contract. They signed it, went home at two. Tore it all apart, put together a nice cover level, scanned it and emailed it over at 2.30 and said, I need an answer by 11 or we're buying a different house. You guys, well, they're not presenting offers till Tuesday night. I need an answer by 11 a.m. this morning. It's full price. It closes in 12 days. It's as is. It's a $20,000 earnest money deposit. Let's go. I need an answer by 11 or we will buy another house. It's called reverse FOMO. But you only learn that if you get momentum, you got to learn how to talk to the listing agent. And they go, you can, you can wait till Tuesday. We won't be here. This full price, awesome offer that closed in 12 days and, and your seller could have a month to get, I noticed there's stuff in the garage and a car and a boat. They, we'll give them a month to move, get their stuff out. 
but we're closing in 12 days. And Eric, you're getting paid in 12 days. And I'm getting, if you can present this, call your clients. And if you can't do it, we're moving on. We're going for plan B house. This is the home we want, make no mistake. But we will go for plan B house because we're in a desperate situation. We have to find a home today. You want to sell to us. We're not going to cancel. We will move forward. Just say yes. And I had a signed offer back by 11 a.m. And that's the passion and fire. Now, that was the only time. Was I always showing property at one, two, three? No, but I was willing to. Now, if it was my our anniversary, I wouldn't have done that. Have some common sense. If it was my child's 16th birthday or my daughter's seven-year-old birthday, no. No amount of commission is worth missing your child's birthday party, your wife's birthday, your anniversary valentine's don't be foolish like well i gotta be committed to whatever it takes there's plenty of time to be radical don't miss thanksgiving christmas easter the fourth of july don't be crazy some things are sacred and and it's is the fourth of july sacred no but spending time with your family is you get it back that's why I coach Little League while selling 400 homes a year. I coach soccer while selling 400 homes a year. I go to tournaments all day Saturday when other people were selling real estate. But you know what? I sold it up. Did you miss out on a few deals? Yes. But if you want to create and maintain momentum, you're going to win. And how you do that is you massive action towards a lead generation. That solves everything. Not learning the contract backwards and forwards, not redoing your filing system or dusting it off. Not there's, you know, have a vision board and put up the organize your office. But man, you have got to do the, the heavy lifting. And all of a sudden it becomes fun. I'm going to give it to you in one second, but here's the deal, Eric. Agents like, I don't have anything in escrow. I and mean, if you desperately need an escrow, real estate's cruel. It won't give you one. But also when you break through and all of a sudden you go two, three, four, five in escrow and, and all, all of a sudden everything you touch turns to cold. Every buyer, they can feel it like, oh, I just sold a home yesterday. I sold a home last week. I sold a home the week before that. Like, oh, I want this guy. He's selling homes. And then you're talking to sellers. Oh my gosh, I just put two new listings in last week. I got five offers on this one, three offers on this one. Let's get your home in the market. I'm going to get seven offers on yours. I sold 30,000 over on this one, 40,000 over that one. Let me help you. I know you think it's worth nine. I think I can get you 950 if it's true. Don't lie. Don't say that stuff. But um, I've told people there was one at 1.9. I said, I couldn't sell this for 1.1. I couldn't get 1.1 for it. And I didn't get the listing, but it was true. It was so overpriced. And so massive action creates results. And when you got the big mo, everything you touch starts to turn to gold. Not everything, but it feels like it. And that, my friend, is when life gets fun and you go from frustrated to fanatically excited. You become a total nut. You're, you're, you're a life enhancer. You walk into the room, you energize that room, you infuse it with energy. Um, and because you got the big mo. And when you have the big mo, you pay off your credit cards, you pay off your automobiles, you pay off your house, you donate charitably, you're able to do things because you're living a big life. You're not playing life small. Playing life small never served the world. Mother Teresa, though she was small, she played big. She was knighted by the Queen of England. Martin Luther King, just a pastor who had a dream of little black boys and little white boys playing together in the front yards. You didn't say that back then, but he did. He was courageous and brave. And I want to be the same. I want to stand up for what's right. 
and 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 um, have principle over profit, principle over profit, people first. And I'll say this, and here it is, Eric. They're not leads. How many leads you got? I got ten leads. Oh yeah, I got thirty-seven leads. Really, I got Brent Gove at sixty to eighty. He had sixty to. 80. I got eighty. I got eighty-five leads. Listen to me. They're not leads. They're people. They're human souls. When you quit seeing them as leads and seeing them as human souls, couples or individuals, men, women, couples that you can help, and and, and you come from here from your heart game over game over so back to you eric some thoughts on what i just said a lot i apologize i Got loved on. it i loved it i know our listeners did too and i wanted to just point something out to our listeners um, about you that some of them may not be doing this and when i got my first car it was 1986 it was a 1977 toyota celica hatchback and it was a stick shift and so, uh, you know, I had first gear. Second. Nobody knows what a stick shift is, Eric, just so you know, but go ahead. <laughs> so the, this car's got five gears to it. And of course, when you're going the fastest, you're in, in fifth gear. And I think that a lot of people out there, they're operating their real estate business. They're not going any higher than third gear. And one of the things that was just screaming at me as you were sharing is if you need to go to fourth gear, you do. If you need to go to fifth gear, you do. And even sixth gear, if it if it requires that, that 1 a.m. showing, that, um, you know, whatever it takes mindset, that like, I think you call it caveman, right? Like I can go caveman. And I, I love that because when you're talking in those terms, you're not speaking about something you read in a book. You're talking about there's times when this is what I needed to do for my family. And I went to a, a place that not a lot of people go to. And if you're, as you're listening to this right now, you know, over the last month, what gear have you gone to in your real estate business? Have you gone to fourth and fifth gear? And maybe you need to go to fourth and fifth gear. And maybe you take that out of what Brett and I are sharing with you, our energy right now. And you're like, man, I need to just like snap my fingers. I need to get to that fourth and that fifth gear. And I want to share with you a quote that I believe, and I don't know who said it, but it's the universe rewards people who take action differently than those who don't. So you don't have to have the perfect script. You know, I had a client who's been struggling in real estate and he got so fired up, Brent, on um, on Saturday, he sent me a video text, pulled out the phone. Eric, I did a listing listing today or a open house today. I just got a listing. His first like deal in a while. He's so excited, and he the universe rewarded him. He took action. He did the open house. He's like struggling in his mindset, but he took the action anyway. He's like needing momentum. He's not in momentum, but he took the action, and then boom. You know, I know he felt so good wow. going home telling his wife, "Honey, I got a listing today." And so universe rewards people who take action differently than those who don't. And I'll turn it back to you for any final thoughts you have today. No, that, that's beautiful. I think the harder you work, the luckier you get, right? And um, I've heard this said, um, not everybody is paid equally in the marketplace. And I saw a commercial on TV. It was UPC, blah, blah, blah. We want equal pay for everybody. And it just it made me cringe. Um, I don't think... Everyone should be paid equally. You should be paid if if you're a woman or you're, um, uh, you know, doesn't matter what the color of your skin. 
what you do determines what you're paid. Like I know people hate hearing this, but you are earning exactly what you should be earning to right now in, in, in relation to the value you bring the marketplace. And that may bug some of you, but if you don't like it, you could blame the governor of your state, blame Biden or Trump or, or the Republicans or the doggone liberal Democrats or the horrible Republicans, you know, but that's not going to help you blaming other people for your situation. You need to take responsibility for your situation, situation relates. There's three rules in life. Number one, life isn't fair. Number two, you're entitled to nothing not even healthcare or an education. That is a made up thing by the US. Go back three, 400 years ago. Well, it was a good then. It's just a made up thing. You're not entitled to anything and, and life isn't fair. And number three, no one's coming to rescue you. You need to like suck it up. You need to get on the struggle bus. Get yourself the golden ticket to grit and grind and crawling and going cave woman, cave man, and, and put your chin on the line. And you need to embrace failure so you can learn how to win. Most people never embrace failure. They, they, they don't. They want to look good. I don't want to be that guy. I don't want to be that gal. What, the one with love in your heart? The one with kindness and compassion and could serve the buyers and sellers at a higher level because you value principle over profit? You'll do the right thing. I'm that guy. And you're like, well, yeah, but what will they think? You know what? Who cares what they think? If you have love in your heart and you're if they're bothered by the fact that you called them or reached out to them or followed up on them, that's on them. People call me all the time. I hear from solar reps. I hear from mortgage brokers. I hear from people at title companies and it doesn't bother me i'm like good for them i like give telemarketers pep talks hang in there man you can do it i'm not going to buy but man keep going it's just a numbers name you're going to do it and they're like oh they hang up on me telemarketers hang up on me and, and so man i'm so excited so i, I was going to say a final thing and i totally um lost my train of thought on that on momentum and oh i know what it is i, I don't want to end with this i think it's i think it's really important so glad i remembered I think there's people listening to us that go, I don't know how to get fourth gear. I don't know how to get to fifth gear. I'm, I'm like, I'm, I'm redlining second gear, you know, 7,000 RPMs. Oh, I can't shift. Like, how do I, I want to do what you guys are talking about. And I have a couple thoughts on that. And I want you to add this and we'll, we'll end with this. But if you are stuck, number one, get a coach. Coaches see what you can't see. Number two, be coachable. Do what they tell you to do. Number three is get in the right rooms. What that means is get around people who are doing it. Seek out like a heat-seeking missile. Men and women who are doing more than you're doing that are less capable than you. Um, I met a guy one time when I was depressed about real estate and and I, you know, I didn't think this guy had anything over me and I had nothing in escrow. And I go, man, how's it going? He's going awesome. I go, really? What's so awesome? Because I got seven homes in escrow and I can't even tell you what that did for me. I'm like, so-and-so, you have seven homes in escrow? I'm like, okay, you know what? I've been making excuses and buying them. I've been manufacturing excuses and I've been buying them. The interest rates are too high. The market's tough. Not enough inventory. You know, everybody understands I'm just going to lose right now. No. Just turn up the energy and say, I will not participate in the recession of the mind. There are people with 10, 15, 20 homes in escrow right now. And it's your time. But I, I think if, if, if you're going to find that breakthrough, 
get around winners, get around people who are talking winning and they are winning, not the ones that are making excuses. Get away from those people, pray for them, but get around the ones who are doing what you want to do at a high level, get in those rooms, take notes, get a coach, and then massive action, and you will get your breakthrough. You will shift to fourth gear. And if you keep in those rooms and you keep getting coaches and you keep fighting the fight of faith, you will hit fifth and sixth gear. And, and all of a sudden you'll be like, life is good. And um, so that's my final thoughts. Anything you want to add to that, Eric? Yeah, I, I loved where you went with that of how do I get to fourth and fifth gear, right? Yeah. So I, I just wrote down a couple thoughts. One is your brain will answer virtually any question you ask it. So if you're not sure, how do I get to fourth and fifth gear? Ask yourself this question. How can I do five open houses this week? And your brain's probably going to say, well, I can't do five just on Saturday, Sunday. So I'm going to have to do open houses during the week. And for some of you, that's a whole different way of thinking. I remember the, being in one of the, um, the team meetings, Brent, and this uh, agent was up there teaching us about open houses. And they're talking about doing open houses during the week. And I, I'd never heard of that idea before. And I was like, oh, that's interesting. So ask your brain, how do I do five open houses in a week? Then ask your brain, how can I reach out to 100 people to see if they have any real estate needs or, or check in on it in a day? And you're, it's going to go, well, shoot, I'm going to have I'd have to text people. I'd have to send direct message on social media. I'd, I'd have to phone call. I'd have to do. And all of a sudden, your brain starts thinking different. Because if you had to reach 100 people for some cause for your kid, you'd figure it out, like if, if your back was against the wall. So that'll teach you how to get to fourth and fifth gear. And then the last one for agent attraction, how can I reach out to 20 agents in a week? Because if you're struggling to reach out to one or two agents, if you tell your brain, how do I do 20 in a week? Your brain's going to go, oh, well, I'd have to do this. And have, I'd have to actually open Love my it. mouth at the Realtor Association meeting. And I have to ask the agent on the other side of the transaction, have you heard about EXP? And so. Um, challenge yourself to think about different goals. And I just want you to know, Brent, I'm fired up. I'm ready to go do some prospecting right now. You well, got let's run through brick walls. Let's run through brick walls. Let's do this. You know, let's I'll, go. If you're I'll, listening I'll right now, what were you going to say? I would say Chris Okamura, I talked him into quitting his job as a general manager for Berkshire Hathaway. He lost his income overnight. So he goes, okay, brain, how do I replace... Yeah, I think he was making like 8,000 a month as a general manager, 9,000 a month. And he is, his brain said, you need to do 30 open houses in 30 days. And for 30 days straight, he did one every single day, did not miss a day. He put himself in the path of progress and he tripped over buyers and sellers. I think he had five to seven escrows at the end of a month from a dead stop. What's wow. holding you back? I'm going to answer that question. You! are holding you back. Nobody else, not me, not Eric, you. And God bless you for being on this podcast. You own that and you step up and you take control of these things and get on your knees before God. If you're a Christian, you love Jesus like I do and ask him to bless what you're doing. And um, and we'll see as for you. It's going to be awesome. That's my final thoughts. Awesome. Please share this podcast with your team. And if you enjoyed it, listen to it a second, third, fourth time to put these great ideas about momentum into the subconscious mind. That'll be a wrap on the Brent Go podcast for the day. Talk to you on our next podcast. Thanks for listening. Bye, everyone. 
Okay, so here's the deal. We have incredible information, video content on my YouTube channel. Go over there and make sure you subscribe and it's vital that you ring the bell. If you ring that bell every time I put out new content, it's actually gonna notify you and you can get the latest and greatest of what's happening at EXP. Now don't forget to like me on Facebook. So you can also get that content and then follow me on Instagram. We're hitting everybody high, low, and in between. We're trying to get the information out there so you can build big businesses, revenue share organizations. So go to uh, YouTube right now, please subscribe and ring that bell. Like me on Facebook and follow me on Instagram. We'll see you out there.